0: Hello and welcome to Sorella Live. I'm Lila Cuoco Miller. And I'm Elisa Cuoco-Zinn. And we are the Cuoco Sisters. A sister team uniting women from all ethnic backgrounds. A ministry dedicated to bringing a message of hope and equipping women to walk confidently in
1: Christ. We are passionate about teaching women just like you how to move mountains by using the Word of God and the power of prayer. So we invite you to come and join us at our table of sisterhood.
0: Hello and welcome to Sorella Live. For those of you that don't know us, I'm Lila. And I'm Elisa. And we are the Cuoco sisters. We are so excited because tonight we have a sister team with us. We're doing a panel. And as you know, Elisa and I are sisters. And we have Amy and Eve with us who are sisters. Alisa, why don't you tell us a little bit about Amy and Eve?
1: Well, yeah, like Lila said, we're so excited. We met Amy and Eve a couple of years ago at a minister's, women's minister's retreat and um, instantly connected. The fun of the fact that we were, you know, it's like two sisters. It, uh, was That was just enough to be so fun. But then yes. on top of it, we had so many things in common. First of all, we were all from the East Coast. They live in New York. We're from New Jersey. Um, both half italian our fathers were um roman roman catholic born again saved out of catholicism 100% italian um and then they both uh pastored churches so we all grew up as pk's so it was like oh my gosh you too you too it was like so crazy then we found out we all have another sister then we found out that um <laughs> and eve both homeschool and both do classical conversations like I do. So it was just so fun. We had so many things in common and the four of us couldn't stop talking. So,
0: (laughs) yes, it has been great. And our topic today is called creating and celebrating circles. So I can definitely say we are not only creating a new circle, but definitely celebrating because every time we're with these sisters, we're, we're laughing and talking about everything under the sun.
1: Yeah, it's just I always feel but,
0: like there's never enough time to like. Meet I people. know,
1: right? <laughs> For sure, it's true. But um, today's
0: topic is really, truly, you know, very needed. Uh, I have just recently, it seems like this past summer, so many friends, adult friends, have come to me about friendships and disappointments and how mm-hmm. certain friends have left and walked away from their circle and. And even how god is bringing in it feels like bringing them into new circles and so a lot of times when we think about friendships and talking about that topic a lot of times we think um children you know or teenagers that are developing new friendships but it really does apply to everyone because every day is an important um it's our relationships that we have with people and the kind of relationships that we bring into our circles. We don't need to have an abundance of friends, especially as you get older. It's more about a small, tight-knit circle and who is in that circle. How will they affect you? How will they help you grow? Or are they going to bring you down? And I love what a friend of mine, uh, Reverend Guy Dunnick said about relationships and creating friendships. He said, there's three kinds of friendships in your life. You need to associate down and help others to grow, but you don't camp there. You need to associate on an equal level uh, where, you know, both of you are on the same level um, spiritually, sometimes, you know, even uh, emotionally, educationally, whatever it may be. But that helps you to develop rich and beneficial friendships. And then you need to associate up. Because you always need those friends that know more than you. They're wiser, they've been through more, and then they can help stretch and grow you. Especially as, um, well, Christian women, you know, we don't wanna remain stagnant, we wanna grow. And we go through tough times, and it's so important for us to be able to reflect back and go, oh, my girlfriend so and so said this when she was going through that. Um, great reminders, and. Um, I know i'm just thinking about my like even aaron and jamie for me my my two closest friends that i have every day we talk <laughs> every day on a on a, a video called polo and uh, marco is it marco polo or just polo marco polo marco polo yes and uh and we share from our hearts about everything whether it's family or ministry or business whatever it may be but every time i walk away from listening to those videos i always gain something there's always deposits made. And that is just so important. And so Elisa, why don't you share a little bit about embracing quality and and ditching
1: quantity? Well, you know, I think you've covered a lot of that. I think that was really rich information um, uh, as far as quality versus quantity. But one thing I wanted to pull in here is that, um, you know, on our panel here is that Eve and Amy are both in full time ministry. Um, Amy and her husband are pastors in New York, and Eve is a worship leader um, at the same church there. And so, um, I wanted to pull that in, that information in, because a, it's important that you know who's talking on the panel tonight, but also the fact that in ministry <clears throat> we we have those opportunities to um, have those three tiers that Lila was just talking about, the reaching, you know, like reaching down and helping then those that are on our same peer level and then reaching up. Um, And so uh, it's, it seems that our circles kind of, we don't have those. um, There's not three little, you know, clean circles. And so I know for myself, the quantity versus quality, sometimes, um, can get intermingled within all of that, uh, but it, you know if that makes any sense. So, like for example, I don't. I want to include everyone, and so in ministry, you know, peop, new people are always coming into the church, and so you want to mm-hmm. include them. And there's other moms that are like, oh, you know, you, there's a mom group. Okay, I want to be a part of that. Of course, come, come be a part of that. I want you to be a part and receive. But then there's that time that's set aside for more of like the inner circle where I, you know, um, I kind of, I don't exclude, but I also make sure that I have time for those that are part of that inner circle so that I am able to share my heart in a free way um, and get encouragement back again. Does that make sense? So, so like what Lila's saying is so important. It's those three tiers, but not to be confused that it's three separate circles, but a lot of times in the, in the uh, um, in the in the lifestyle that the four of us live, those circles they they go like this, right? And I think in yeah. any in any lifestyle, really, like the circles can intermingle. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. That's um, that's where I I think about quantity versus quality. Um, I do want my quality good close friends, but one of the things, like my little my little girl, I'm teaching her right now, and I realize that friendship is actually a taught, um, it's a taught experience. It's not something that comes naturally. We have a sin nature and that sin nature, we want to cling to just one or just two so that we can feel special. Um, and we also, that sin nature, um, sometimes feels jealous and sometimes that sin Mm. nature, um, feels, Mm. um, doesn't want to share or whatever it is. Right. And so, um, it's a taught thing and I, I didn't realize it. Like I look back now and I realized that, really that my mom taught me. But now when my daughter's facing different friendships, um, she's at this age where it's like, it feels good that someone wants to be her best friend and that's okay, but not at the cost of keeping somebody else out. So I think when we talk about quality versus quantity, I try to show my daughter, I'm like, look, um, one of my very closest friends is like a sister to me and and she calls her auntie Liz. And I'm like, look at auntie Liz and I, and we're both in ministry together. We're on the ministry team at church. And so I said, you know, we were marriages from the time. I mean, we've known each other before we married the whole thing. So I said, we're best friends and we're like sisters. I said, but we include other people into that circle as well. You can have your best friend, but include others into that circle as well. And I find that there's a richness that comes from that. Eve, what do you think about, um, you know, quantity versus quality Mm -hmm. inviting people in, but then taking inventory, what can you like now take it to another level of that?
2: Yeah, for sure. I think that, that, what you were describing is that thing that we all go through where we feel like these territorial feelings towards people and i think that can kind of define worldly friendship is like we want to possess people and say you're my best friend yeah, right you know like why aren't you hanging out with me how are how dare you hang out with them and not tell me or you know we have all these petty feelings that come up. And it's like, when you were talking about the sin nature, I think it really comes down to that. It's like, we have to start to identify if we really want to be good at friendships. Like we have to identify ourselves as dead to sin and alive in Christ, you know? And I feel like every scenario in our lives boils down to that. And it's like, that's mm. where actually God had taken me in this whole, um, conversation of friendship i mean i was right there right in the thick of it you know with all my besties all my ideas about what friendship should be but in the church world also being a minister also knowing that i'm called to love people and um i went through this season where a lot of those best friends who are the closest people to me started to kind of you know fade away and float away and and some of them you know or stabbing me in the back, you know, things happen in our lives, like real life things. And it can be really challenging. And, um, and I was like, I was shaken. I was thrown off course. I was like, God, what is this? How do I deal with this? How do I, how do I navigate through this? How do I trust people? How do I know who my friends are? You know, and he really took me on such a cool journey and it was hard. It was very hard, but it was so beautiful in the end where he brought me and he gave me this picture and he showed me this Harbor of safety. And so I go back to that harbor of safety all the time. And the harbor Mm -hmm. of safety is me and cooperation with him. It's his precepts. It's his principles. It's his promises. It's all the things that he says, yes, this is what I have for you. And as long as I abide in that space and I can see the people that are also abiding in that space with me, it's like, I can Mm -hmm. see the people I can trust. I can see the people I can lean on. Yeah. And like, okay, some people might float off to sea and it's not my job to go chase them down or you know, go after them and try to rescue them. That's Jesus's job, first of all, oh, right. you know? Right. But as long as I'm in this harbor and they're welcome to come back anytime into that harbor and be in that fellowship with me. But as long as I abide in that space, I'm safe. And that was such a cool journey that God took me on because it was like so healing for me, you know? And then when it comes That's to so like- good. Yeah, like taking inventory of your friendships and figuring out like, you know, what- <sighs> How, how am I going to navigate this world? Like you said, I'm, 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 I'm a person who wants to be inclusive. I, every person I meet, I mean, this is probably what marks us as being ministers. It's like, we meet people and we instantly are like, I want to know you. I want to, I want to be there for you. I, I will be loyal to you. Right. Like, these are the feelings that we have. And I think that they're actually born out of the fact that because we are a new creation in Christ, because we have that family spirit that God has gifted us with. It's yes actually turning away from this man-made idea of what friendship and relationship is, and it's turning toward this kingdom reality of what friendship is. So mm-hmm. in the kingdom of God, it's all about family, you know, yes. And I think that's what's cool today is that we're we're representing, you know, natural family. yeah, and that's right. the shadow of what the spirit is. And I think when, when I boil friendships down to that space and I think, okay, well, how would I treat Amy? You know, it's very easy for me to think about Amy as my friend, as my sister. It's like, well, first of all, I'm, I'm loyal to her. Like it would, it would be very, very hard for her to do anything that would cause me to ever turn my back on her. You know, I, I would yeah. always be there with open arms, always. Um, I cheer for her. I root her on, you know, I like I'm in her corner. I I'm so happy when she succeeds. I'm so happy when she's blessed. Right. Um, You know, it kind of like that, that family thing, if you shine that family Mm -hmm. light onto people, it helps so much, I think. Oh yeah. And to so good. Yeah. Just to like ease those, those questions. Like, well, how do I do this? But to go back to what you were saying about, yeah. Like, how do you, how do you weed out those toxic, well, we, were, we talked about this beforehand. How do we weed out kind of toxic relationships as well, you know? Um, and I think it's really about staying in that space, like I said, in that harbor, staying in that safe zone, staying in that place of peace, knowing that ultimately, no matter what happens, God works all things to the good, you know? Yeah. And in a sense, it's kind of like when there's toxic relationships in our lives, we don't even have to do the work of it all we have to do is stand, you know, and then God takes care of that space of weeding out, I think. Um, And then when it comes to being inclusive with people, um, on the other hand, it's like finding space for people. I think it's like, that's where we have these um, beautiful gatherings. Like we have women's ministries at our church and we have these spaces where we're able to connect with many people. And maybe it's not Every person that comes in close and knows every little thing in our heart, you know, those are the people that God has kind of handpicked to surround us, I think. I think God's put people in strategic places in our lives and um, people that we can trust, people that we can open up to, people that we can learn from and grow from. Um, But then there's that next layer and the next layer and the next layer. And um, just understanding that kind of we have that whole capacity, you know, we have that whole like nature of God inside of us that that has like arms wide open ready to just love the family of God for what it is right.
0: if that all yeah. makes sense <laughs> yeah that's beautiful yeah wow <clears throat> um yeah well, what about yeah uh, no go ahead sorry about that
2: no no I was just gonna see, uh, see if Amy had anything to interject
0: yes <laughs> yeah definitely Amy what do you want to add to that I think- that
3: you have set up uh, this beautiful table before me just to pick from. And and I have so much to say about the friendship topic. And I just want to highlight uh, one thing that Eve had said. It's so true with the family dynamic. Uh, I think if you have a healthy family or if you have a good relationship in a family, which a lot of people unfortunately don't, But you can break that curse in your life if you don't. And you can be the first generation in your family to create that because God wants to impact and impart family spirit into people's heart, which means, okay, we're all going to face things that are, are going to be hard in friendship and we're going to, are going to have to overcome. And and especially those that are the most close to you are going to rub you the wrong way, you know, it's going to happen. And that is how you know that they are close. And so you, we have to forgive, we have to love, we have to humble ourselves even and say, you know what, maybe I was wrong. Or maybe I am being too forceful in this, or maybe I am trying to control you. I got a little too close into your pockets and it really (laughs) started working. (laughs) Because friendship, if we really look at it, is a kingdom principle and it comes from God. God is the one who authored friendship. And if we continue to look at what the world says that friendship is, we will forever be disappointed. And friendship, I think, is a lot like marriage. It is about being Christ to one another. Yeah. It's yes. About being a loyal love, uh, a friend in need. It says uh, in Ecclesiastes four nine. It talks about two are better than one, because they mm-hmm. have reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. Yes. It's so sad when one falls, but hasn't invested Christ into another. You know, if if you're if you're looking around and you don't have any friends, become friendly. You know, become yes. one that you would want to be friends with, you know, sow yes. the seeds of friendship. And so when I was thinking about friendship, um, you know, there's so many people in the Bible that come up that uh, can relate to that. But I, one of the uh, couple friends that came up was Moses and Aaron. And, you know, when you look at Moses, he had a great call and a huge responsibility that no matter what, he could not uh, walk that out on his own. That was a call from God. Mm -hmm. But God did not let him go alone. God brought friends into his life and people to surround him and his family. So the things that he couldn't do or he couldn't touch or his insecurities or his weaknesses could be strengthened by those that God brought around him. And I just think about About how Aaron, he was the voice for Moses. Moses like, I can't speak. You know, imagine a great leader that can't speak, you know, and but it's real. But God will bring someone to aid you. And I, I was thinking about uh, us being teenagers, Eve. And when we were growing up teenagers, I was really quiet and very shy. And Eve was a little older. And I would start to go hang out, you know, with youth group and friends and things. But I was so shy. And so she would be my spokesperson. She would be the mouth
2: <laughs> for the
3: group. And I just, it just related to me with Moses and Aaron because God gave me Eve because she could communicate well where I didn't, I didn't feel secure. I didn't feel confident in that. And, and I, but I could participate in wonderful things because she allowed our friendship to be that. And I think how awesome is that some, some friendships have great natural resources in life. Like maybe you have a friend that has a lake house or a boat. Maybe you have a friend that has knows how to make or pool or you have a friend that is like, I'm really good at math and can help you with your finances. You know, who knows what it is. They've got people into your life. Like, Hey, I've got kids too. Let's talk about it. I'm married, you know? (laughs) And so when I think about the layers of friendship that God brings into our life of people, sometimes, uh, not sometimes but God always knows what we need yeah he yeah always knows what we need and if we trust him in the process of friendship and become Christ to one another it's going to so strengthen us and um i even think about uh friendships with sisters friendships with friends but then friendships with your husband like how important
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> you know my husband is my best friend he is my greatest advocate and What an amazing thing to say that about your husband. And and so I pray that anyone who's watching, that that can be a goal for you. That's not, it's, you know, it doesn't always feel like that through some years, maybe through some young learning, growing years, but to have that as a goal, to be a friend to one another, because what does it relate to? And I just want to read this so good in John 15, 15. It says, this is Jesus speaking. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends.
0: Oh, I love
3: that. Friends, if you do what I command you, no longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all things that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. Isn't it amazing that our savior, Christ Jesus, calls us friend? Beautiful. So intimate. Intimate friendship is intimate, it's exposing your heart. And it made me think of another scripture where it says, Don't cast your pearls before swine, don't take what's precious and just cast it in front of everyone.
1: Yeah, that's
3: such a good point. Your friends will know how to care and treasure for the important things in your life, and they will give you sound wisdom and counsel, and they will be there for you when it all falls apart sometimes. And they will be your strength and you can be other strengths. So mm-hmm. I think that friendship is such a it's a and it's such an important thing in the kingdom of God that we need to see it, that it comes from him and to walk in it in that way. And it's just going to so bless us. And so but I also know how important it is to pray with one another. I know, Lila, you w- have a couple things you want to share on that for friendship. Do you have any
0: extra things that you want to share? <laughs> Sure. I just love what you're just talking about. All the examples of really solid friendships and and being Christ to your friends. I mean, that is so important and so beautiful. I just everything that you just said just now, you brought up so many great points, I feel helpful points for yes. those that are listening thing. Um, you can grab these nuggets. All of these women here are just rich with nuggets that you can grab from and take that and apply to your friendships. And as one of these, I can't remember who said it, they said, if, uh, if you don't have a friend, I think that was you, Amy. Yeah. If you don't have a friend, so friendship. Wow. I mean, that's so good. In order to have good friends, you need to be a good friend. We've all heard that, but it's so true. And then being Christ, being Christ to your friends, um, you know, sowing love, sowing uh, prayer, um, sowing, you know, concern and kindness, all of those things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then prayer does is is extremely important in close friendships because you can carry each other in prayer. And I've learned that in the last couple of years, more than anything in this world, for me, to have a friend that I can go to,
1: yeah.
0: uh, like you said, don't cast your pearls before the swine. You can't just talk about intimate things that are going on in your life with just anyone, but the friends that truly know God, right. that have a relationship and they know how to pray, those are the friends that you want to have because they can carry you during your darkest times. And um, I think it was two years ago, Uh, we were away on vacation with some of our friends and the Lord woke me up in the middle of the night and he said, tomorrow, I want you to get everyone together and you need to pray, but you need to pray specifically for your families because the upcoming year is going to bring some, uh, you know, just basically hardships, nothing, you know, traumatic, but there were, there were going to be some things. And I shared it with my friends and I think because everyone was so excited that we were on vacation. We never, we never took the time out to really sit down and pray things out, which was such a regret to all of us. Cause we look back on that because that year, each of us individually in our families experienced different things. And let me tell you, at that point we were like, it's time to pray. Yeah. And we had to play catch up, you know? Um, and God, of course, he's so faithful, still came through. He's always there for us. But it's in those moments how he, he can talk to us and speak to us and reveal things to come and we can actually share it with our closest friends. Mm -hmm. So this year, when we were on vacation together, we all got together outside and we had a glorious time in the Lord Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we took some time out and we prayed and we prayed out some things. Um, you know, it's just important because when you pray things out, you prepare for your future. Yeah, And the Holy Spirit will begin to show you things that may be upcoming and you'll know how to either avoid them or, um, or you'll know how to handle them and walk those things out. Mm -hmm. So, um, I encourage you ladies, uh, whoever may be listening men too, it doesn't matter. But, uh, one of the most important things in friendship is a friend that you can go to and they can pray through with you. Right. Mm So, um, Alisa, why don't you uh, wrap the uh, the panel here and just
1: add a couple of more nuggets if you have anything in your heart? (laughs) Um, I was just thinking about, like, that really is your inner circle there. It's important to have an inner circle. Um, You know, Jesus had his 12 and they were his inner circle. They were the ones. And even in that 12, he had. John is his beloved. And he had uh, James like, you know, he had his uh, who was it that went with him to the garden um, that that were closest. It was John. And who was it, guys? John and somebody else. James. Was it James? Who was it? Come on. Peter. No. <laughs> it was Peter. Peter was Peter there, wanted but... to be his best friend. <laughs> Peter really wanted to be his best friend. I think it was James. It was James. I think, I think so, but so John. I know John was there. But so he had his, like you know, he had his um, John, uh, James, and John, the the Sons of Thunder. I know they wanted to be mm. on his right hand, and then I think it was Peter. Peter always did want to be his best friend, but he wasn't ready yet. Um, <laughs> right. So, but my point is, you know, Jesus had his inner circle as well. He had his 12 that were his close friend. And then he had his real inner circle and he, you know, that he really relied on them to say, will you stay up with me and pray? Like I'm going through something right now, you know? And so we do need that inner circle. And if you don't have that, ask the Lord for that. Say, I really need, you know, I pray this for my daughter that God gives her best friends because I've been so rich with best friends like that I've grown up with that love the Lord. And then that he's added to me later on in life here. And, um, but he's always given me that inner circle that I could say, I need prayer and I need, I need some strength. I need some encouragement. And then there's the outer circle that's still fun and still love the Lord. And you can connect with and all of that, but that inner circle is really so important that you can have somebody to pray with. then I was thinking, then a little bit of what Eve was saying too, is like, you know, God gives us friends in seasons too. Sometimes, like if you're a mom and I've had friends when my babies were just born and we stuck together for the first five years and we were so close and we needed each other in those times. But then as our choices were different, some went to to traditional school and and then they went back to work and I chose homeschooling and I'm home with my kids, life shifts and it changes. Not that I'm not friends with them anymore, But the the circles kind of change. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. welcome the new ones in as well, because God has something to give you in that season too from those friends. And sometimes they'll move away and life changes and they're still your friend, but they're not in your life in that season. God brings people in your life for seasons. And I think it's important to recognize that because we can learn and glean. And then on top of that, going beyond your age group, I think it's so important that we have people that are uh, like older than us. Like I have some really good friends that are in their sixties and I love to talk to them because I'm learning constantly, you know, about what they did in motherhood or how they prayed through something or um, just, you know, if I'm going through something, they have different set, a a different set of tools for me than maybe my friends that are my age. And so um, I love, connecting and having that as well. That's a rich treasure. So don't just look Mm -hmm. around you for people that are maybe exactly the same as you. God has some treasure waiting for you. If you open yourself up um, and say, and welcome people into your, into your life uh, to be friends and for you to be friendly to as well. And to be that confidant for somebody else.
0: Yes. Awesome. Awesome. What an amazing, Panel, this was on the topic of friendship. Everyone brought so many nuggets, just yeah. rich nuggets to the table. It was wonderful. And for those of you that are listening, we just hope that you can walk away. I know that you will with a, a lot of the nuggets, and you'll be able to apply that to your own life. We speak blessings over you. We yeah. love you, and we look forward to the next time we're all together. Sure. Ciao, ciao. 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 Thank you for joining us today for Sorella Live. We pray that you have been empowered and encouraged. We'll see you next time for Sorella Live with the Cuoco Sisters.